Hello, everybody. This is the Screen Chronicles. I'm Steve. With me, as always, is Coldstone. Today, we have on a very special guest. Uh, he's been in many works, including Tom of Finland. Uh, but if you know us, you probably recognize him from the new Netflix hit movie, Seven Kings Must Die. Uh, thank you for coming on, Pekka Strung. Is that right? Well, thanks for having me. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Awesome. Perfect pronunciation. Thank you. Thank you. Perfect. Yeah, Pekka, you played Onloff in uh, the new Netflix uh, film, Seven Kings Must Die. We love the Vikings in the show. We have always loved the Vikings in the show. And okay. so we were very excited to to meet a new one. Um, and you <laughs> come right on in and start the movie off coming in on the ships. Um, yes. Really setting the tone of the film, we thought. But um, before we jump into the Last Kingdom talk and the Seven Kings Must Die talk, uh, how are you doing? Well, thanks for asking. I'm I'm okay. We're uh, we're renovating a, a house we just bought in uh, in the autumn, so it's it's built in 1940, like a wooden house. So uh, I I know nothing about renovating houses. So we're just uh, it's a nice process, and uh, yeah, that's what I'm doing. So I'm. I'm in the middle of that, but uh, I'm really happy to talk to you guys. Awesome. Well, thanks. Uh, how did you get into acting, Pekka? Well, uh, I was like eight years old or something, and a, a local newspaper came and did these interviews that they do with kids. So what are you going to do when you grow up? And uh, oh, there's my my food is arriving. <laughs> oh, you got food coming? Just, yeah, but not here. It's home to the kids. Oh. So <laughs> I, I, <laughs> it's gonna work out so so yeah they were asking like uh they did a, a thing at our school just asking kids that what do you want to do when you grow up and, and i said i'm, I'm gonna be a, a chef or uh, an actor oh so uh, yeah I'm, I'm quite surprised myself but uh and I, sometimes when i'm telling this story i'm like did i make this up <laughs> <laughs> or, or because something uh draw me to it and i don't know what it was and i uh, probably still don't then i got into the theater school when i was uh 19 we got like a theater nice. academy like a state-driven theater academy did that and now i'm here so and do you have do you do any uh cooking are you are you a chef in any way shape or form well as i just said i ordered food i failed that one i, I like cooking but I, I have a few few really good like gourmet chefs uh, friends and uh they just said it's told me that it's it's a good hobby but it's a it's a shitty way to make a living so <laughs> I, I i think i'm okay and i worked in a, in a kitchen when i was like 15 16 uh, f for a couple of summers and i worked as a waiter too but uh yeah i might do it someday but uh yeah <laughs> So now I, I prefer acting, so it's okay. Cool. Was there movies when you were young then that made you want to be an actor then? Sure. I mean, like, uh, probably my favorite movies back then was like Star Wars and yeah. Karate Kid and uh, Police Academy. You remember these? Yes. Oh, Police yes. Academy. Oh, yeah. 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 And, uh, of course, Beverly Hills Cop and, and these things. But uh, then I also had an uncle who, who was really into Charles Ch uh, Charlie Chaplin. Oh, perfect! And uh, and uh, silent movies, and he, he showed me this, and and I, I was sort of I really liked the the comic act aspect of them, and uh, they were really like moving also. Yeah, I think those those movies probably meant a lot to me, and 
and uh, and they still do. And I show my own kids uh, Chaplin's like they're That's awesome. they're now probably they're like a hundred year old movies, but they still yeah, do they work because it yeah he he he's, he really reaches something in something about humanity or or what what's funny about com comedy. So yeah, I love them. That's amazing. I love those old ones too. A lot of the stuntmen back in those old movies, uh -huh. like true uh -huh. like balls to the walls, like almost gonna die stuntmen. Yeah, uh, Buster Keaton, guys like of, that. Yeah. And, you know, many of them um, died probably. <laughs> yeah, I think probably. That's, that's so interesting. I'm glad you mentioned Star Wars because Steve and I, as we've been discussing, Seven Kings Must Die, have sort mm -hmm. of labeled Onloff the Palpatine, the Emperor Palpatine of Seven Kings Must Die. Okay, and, and the reason we say that is because he sort of pits both sides against each other. Yes, mm -hmm. that's that's, it. that's interesting. I never thought about it that way. He's he's he's, he's quite like an uh, hands-on politician. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah. 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 Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, that's awesome. That's awesome. How did you get into the movie then? What what drew you to this, or did they look for you? Uh, I just, I, I, I'm, I'm standing still so I can take my I know, I was going to say. Yeah, I just got from my agent, like, got this uh, casting call and uh, she asked me to, to, to make a, a self-tape. I actually had never heard about the, the series. Yeah. I had no idea and there was just this uh, three, four pages uh, scene with a lot of different names. I think it was... Oh, yeah. It was the scene, uh, probably, that we did with when all the kings are, are gathered around the fire right. and with Uthers there. I think that was the scene. I had no idea <laughs> who's who and uh, and had, had no time to find out either. Right. I got some feeling for, for what the scene is about and, and who what, what drives on love. And, of course, I got some character description and... Uh, and uh, we we shot it with my wife just in our living room, uh, and when we, we we had to stop a few times because we started laughing because uh, I had <laughs> such a huge problem with the names. And uh, oh my god, yeah. And then, then uh, they liked it, and which was fun. And uh, then we had a another casting just like through Skype, and uh, and that was also really nice. I met Ed, the director. Yeah suddenly i was in hungary so <laughs> that, i mean we've a... heard it was uh, a pretty quick turnaround too from some of the other actors yeah yeah i think so i don't, uh, I don't know why but uh and suddenly suddenly you're in the set and sitting in a makeup chair the day i arrived they drove me straight to some special effects makeup artist who, who took some molds so we could get the teeth done and uh, yeah and it's funny because i've I've never played anything like this, like right. uh, in, in, any kind of warriors, just like mostly depressed middle-aged men. <laughs> That's my specialty. <laughs> and I'm nothing like in this, uh, I don't know, you can call Last Kingdom probably fantasy, but this, it's some kind of, uh, I mean, it's not completely true to history, though right, uh, I've right. heard it's, 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 it's one of them who, who comes quite close, especially with the historic... Stuff. it was interesting and uh he just asked me can you ride a horse and i said sure no, no problem <laughs> oh really had you ever <laughs> ridden one before uh, uh, yeah actually on stage i've ridden uh, in, on in stage? A children's oh. play. yeah oh, interesting uh it, the stage was turning in one direction and we rode the horses in the other direction so wow. i was so I, I i had i had some some but i still what they didn't say that you, 
you have to wear like uh, like forty dead animals and uh, yeah. and, and <laughs> in your and, hair and sit too. on the horse and and the hair and, and it's things things you don't know, but uh, it's an uh, interesting experience in in many ways. Yeah. Uh, did you have any interest um, like in the history of this time? Like, is this something that you had wanted to do or is just kind of an opportunity that came up and, and you took it? Uh, to be honest, uh, what, what, what intrigued me was that it was so far away from anything I've done before. And oh. I was uh, mostly sort of interested in, in, in can I pull it off and uh, what does it mean? And I'm not, with pulling off, I don't mean like faking it or anything. It was more like, Am I up to this this task? Because it's a it's a different kind of acting. It's a, it's somewhere in between like action and and, uh, and uh, still you have to be true to the character. And uh, then again, it's a bit bit like off some kind of reality or re realism. Right. It's uh, so I had no idea. Uh, and I I haven't acted that much in in English before. Either. Oh really? Once you get used to talking, it's much easier. Now I haven't spoken english in quite a while so it, it's sort of like it's like an old machine getting started but right well but then again acting you have to you have to make, in some way make it sound like you came up with the things you're saying that it's not just pre right right pre-written and uh the first day i was i was super nervous on, on set i was uh felt like i was uh, not up to the task and uh okay so that was quite quite nervous, and uh, uh, everybody it was so nice to me. But uh, still, oh, I mean, awesome. you can't help it. You can't help yourself. Of course. I mean, what was what was can't... the first scene you shot? Uh, it was uh, when we're sitting by the fire. Just I'm sitting with three of the kings. I think. Oh wow! Uh, it's, That's a pretty it's big like an... first scene to to do. Too. <laughs> <That's> like... <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, the, the think, Isle of think, Man, right? That that's an Isle of yeah. Man, an Isle of Man. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know the you know the movie better than me. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Have you seen but it yet? I, yes, I watched the best bits. It all made much more sense to me when I saw it because right, uh, right. when you're just reading the script and we had a when we had a read through and uh, people weren't and everybody wasn't there and so. Just trying to follow, and because most of the cast, especially from the from the main main characters, they know each other, so they were like really fast with their discussions and stuff. And it was just like who's 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 who. And, and, uh, oh wow! Yeah, I think it it all makes sense when you see. It. I think totally. it's, it looks quite nice, and especially the the, the big scenes with the, all the extras. It's it's amazing. Oh man, amazing! Well, we liked on love. Yeah. And uh, I think a lot of the fans watching it did too, because people keep asking us to have you on. Um, <laughs> yeah. So, well, <laughs> have have you had a good fan reaction? Have you have you seen anything yet from the fans? Uh, well, I, I've probably gotten a few more followers on Instagram, but uh, I think that's it. And some nice comments from people around the world, but uh, uh, I, I don't know. I'm uh, I'm renovating our house at the moment. You're so. Busy. So yeah. <laughs> life is busy right now. Life yeah. is busy. Life, life well, is busy, and uh, and uh, I'm working on some other stuff at the moment. I was uh, a bit surprised that they that people sort of liked it because it's a, it's a year ago and things right. move on, and and I, I had no idea how how big it was, and uh, and uh, 
So what was your reaction when it was the number one movie in the world? It's opening weekend. I'm so used to it. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah, it's just another movie, another one of my works. Yeah. No, I, I, I'm really not. Hold on, to make sure, I'm really not. So uh, I don't know how to react. I don't know what, how, 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 how do you need to react to those things? I don't know. It's yeah. just like uh, I'm, I'm happy that if people like it, I'm really happy. And uh, of course, in here in Finland. It, I didn't tell anyone. I don't have any press agent who's like preparing, uh, preparing the press to soon something's going to happen or anything. So they were quite surprised also, also here that, because I didn't tell anyone I was doing it. I was right. I, I was then, in, uh, just hanging out in Hungary for two months. So yeah. and then when they watch it, you're like the first face you actually see in the movie. Yeah. Some old friends have, have actually texted me. That's super nice. That they're like, uh, I just started to watch the series, and you're on it. And I haven't seen them in years, so I think that's uh, that's that's really nice. That's awesome. Did you actually get to ride in those Viking ships that they come in on? Yes. Oh, yes. Okay. Yes. Yeah. It's quite uh, authentic, actually. Everything. Okay. And, uh, it's yeah. In, in in some way, with, with I mean, also the fighting scenes with all the the horses coming yeah. and going, and and of course the axes aren't like you, you can't hit with them, but but still, if you hit someone, you're gonna hurt hurt. It's gonna hurt still. Totally, totally. I mean, I think also extras and, and the stunts have have been doing doing these scenes for yeah for years, and uh, I, I was I was I was new on the set, so I had no idea how how fast they. They were working like just uh, okay. We're gonna uh, not not really improvising, but almost like so. Here's one scene, so you're just gonna hit that one, and then you just okay. go, go to the side and hit someone else. So uh, that was also interesting. And uh, I was backing up at some point, and suddenly a horse was just like behind me, <laughs> and I was like, whoa, whoa! And I got a bit scared, and I, I uh, but uh, I had a good chat with the producers, and of course we had some. There, there was like like. Uh, safety supervisors and everything but but just for me it was a it was totally. a new experience it's like you're doing a battle because... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Real, but it, it, uh, yeah it, it makes it quite real i mean there's just like uh over 200 people just pushing pushing in uh, different directions and then you got the camera going there but it, but it looks great so i'm i'm uh, I, th yeah. I think they're, they know what they're doing Totally. Did you do any training for the film? Did Levente Lazac did did he do any sort of horse and combat stuff with you? Yeah, yeah, I got to ride a horse for a couple of times, and of course they they asked me what I need, but I I don't know what I need. <laughs> so, and we did some uh, some fighting training with with the with the stunts with Levente and, and uh, his his guys, and and they were super professional of course they were up to the test because they they read the script from a totally different angle right, i just right. when i when i when i read a fight it's just more like uh, okay against who and uh, why what's the motivation okay it's his daughter and uh, so she she dies and what, right. what, what to expect after that and then uh, and uh, it's it starts to make sense when you when you're there and we actually shot an extra scene also oh. after the after the the fight when when it was in the original script. They just written that they, Anlaf and the other kings, after they after their their kin has died, they ride away on horses, and, and that's that's just how they leave. Uh, Ed Basil get the director was talking that it's a, it's like a 
the sad ending sort of when, when you get used to a character you want to yeah. see how it ends so so there's this scene in the forest in the end when when Unlaf tries to get some boats and uh, everybody's right. just leaving so that's that was that was like written during the oh wow really? the shoot. Well, that's so yeah. interesting yeah that's yeah, a great scene that's a good scene too he's sort of like at the beginning of the film we see him like he's in he's the man in control he's got all these followers and he's recruiting all these kings and then like that last scene he's like all alone like he's all abandoned alone. you know yeah um, exactly he's kind of standing there with his tail between his legs almost like yeah um, which is interesting you know yeah yeah i think it was a it was a nice scene and we were we were totally. all happy that they that they production company and, and they were up to to sort of making these changes and uh, and uh, if i understand it correctly it's not that common that you you get to do oh. these things so I, I now really i'm trying to that. imagine this the movie without that scene and i can't exactly really, it would be like empty it'd be like oh well what happened to them with them they yeah. just died yeah. in the battle or they you know like so yeah it's really cool oh yeah it's, yeah it seems essential yeah suddenly let's talk about that first scene though when we first meet that the wolf pack of danes that you're leading Mm -hmm. into england uh what was what was filming that scene like then with uh, your crew of danes and coming in as a viking what can i say we just uh i mean we we shot it in so 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 small bits so uh, yeah but i I, when i read the script i i really what i what i liked was that uh also what intrigued me was that uh he starts the movie and it's straight into action. Yeah, they just sort of raid the village, and so you know, you know who they are. Yeah, and I think it's that's that's a great way to introduce a character, and then uh, Unlock disappears for quite a while. Right. It was also one of the the first scenes we we shot, and, and uh, it was uh, nice to see how the, the stunt guys was working on on this. When we work with, I think with at least two cameras and sometimes three cameras, and uh, yeah. how, how they sort of just like make the action look really cool. It's just yeah, like they really do. Now, now we're now we're here, and then they just throw each other, and, and, and the camera turns, and then there's something going on, and and, uh, and it's uh, of course if I don't make my lines or something in the first take, <laughs> you have to like restart everyone. So you can't sort of just back up. Right. Oh, no, I'll just I'll just back up two lines because <laughs> they're already like fighting. Oh my god! Like uh, twenty meters away. So so yeah, it's an it's an interesting way to work, and it's uh, it's also now knowing how 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 the shoe is, is done in, in especially in I don't know about other series from that from with this same theme mm-hmm. but uh i think it would be interesting sort of to start again i think i would uh, understand a lot more how, how it works and uh, you yeah. you just try to hang on and and uh, and get the character sort of get the intensity of the scene still done even though there's so much going on so, yeah, did you actually get to just... throw the axe at the beginning there yes and uh, cool? yes but uh uh, I almost hit him <laughs> because it was, it was just like, uh, yeah, uh, I was afraid I'm gonna it's to hit him with him in the hand. Uh, he had some kind of something on, on his back, so it wouldn't have been that bad. But he you wanted to be guy, real, so. you wanted to be real, so it's like, uh, yes, exactly, <laughs> just do it, and uh, and, uh yeah. yeah. But uh, but the stunt guys were just no, 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 just throw it, just throw it, yeah, yeah, yeah it's not a problem, just throw Isn't it, amazing, especially when. But when the other 
the other one comes to talk and says, no, you can throw at him. No, no, you can hit him as hard as you want. And then, <laughs> then the, the guy who probably doesn't speak that good English is just like, yeah, come on. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, so the, but uh, yeah, it's an interesting way of uh, filming. That's cool. That's cool. Now, when you got the role as Onloff, mm -hmm. what kind of research and preparation did you do coming into the film? Uh, I don't do that much okay. research. I, I sort of, I think about acting like, uh, because also when I've played like real life characters and I've done a few, you can you can never be the character in, in real life. People are much, much more interesting than what, what fiction is. And you can always just bring some light to the character from, from, from some point of view. And I, I think that if it's not in the scene, it's really hard to, to bring it there. So my, my, my main my main tool is uh, is the script and uh, right. it's the scene and and, uh, and the different scene and to sort of uh, build a character that sort of makes sense and feels uh, if not logic uh, still in the, that that it feels it makes sense why why he he does the things he does even if uh, yeah. they might be like out of this world it still has to sort of fit the world of the of the character or or, or the, the story yeah. and uh while we were shooting this russia uh attacked ukraine oh wow which of course made you think about about war and uh i mean right. it's the same it's it's yeah. it's the same fight going on that went on in, in then Jim? and it's the same fight that goes on today that's the only thing that changes is, is uh, the tools they use, and... the, the tools they use, and uh, and, uh, and and the weapons. But uh, people are still the same, with the same Amazing. fears, and and uh, so so that was one one thing that I, especially into the big fight scene, that I was thinking about a lot. And I, yeah. I watched, uh, I I tend to watch a lot of documentaries when I yeah. when I'm when I'm playing something. I, uh, I think I think documentaries are are a better tool for an actor than watching other actors act something. Okay, fair because, enough. Because because that's that's where you get sort of your the ideas so that you they, they have to sort of remind you in some way of uh, of life of real life. I just remember this. I was watching a documentary. I, I was spent, it was during the pandemic, so I spent a lot of time just in the hotel room, just watching right. different stuff. Stuff. Yeah, and, so uh, did we all? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And uh, and I watched a documentary about the the uprising in uh, in in Kiev in in Ukraine. Okay. From 2014, I can't remember. It was Winter on Fire? I think it's called. Okay. And they had this big protest on the on the on the square, on the Maidan Square, that went went on because they tried to get rid of the corrupt corrupt government. They started shooting on on their own people during mm. during that time. And there's, uh, I remember a scene when when there's a guy who's there's a few bodies laying on on uh, just on the streets of of Kiev, and uh, he's trying to get Go, go there and, and get the bodies away back to their to their base right just this guy just just like you and me at the moment right, right. and then when he gets shot it, it's like turning off and he dies so it's and, and it was so dramatic because it was just like somebody just pulled the switch you know pulled the plug just like yeah off 
it's from on and then suddenly it's just like and there's nothing dramatic about it yeah, yeah. it's just like life just disappears and he's just oh. so when there's the scene with uh Anla's daughter uh, yeah astrid yeah astrid yeah when, when she gets she gets shot by an arrow yeah and, and it hits straight it's in the line. moment yeah and i remember we discussed this with the with, with the director i said i I was talking to him about, uh, and also to the stand to Lavente about. I saw this that when people die, they just like go away, and because he's a uh, he's a he's a warrior, he's so he knows that when she gets, it's it, uh, the arrow hits the lung, so she's gonna die right in, in let's say five seconds, and then life is over, so that there's no big like reaction to it, right. Right, like, oh, oh shit, what happened? Oh, my daughter! Oh, like, and you like, hold her in your arms for five minutes. Yeah, like, yeah, oh, yeah. And crying, and then and then go and and I watched. Uh, I, I did watch a few uh, earlier seasons from the Last Kingdom. And, okay. And the story, the story is sometimes that there is a Viking king who loses his child and he goes for revenge. Exactly. And they yeah. they often go for revenge, sort of like. Oh, I killed my daughter, and then, oh, I'm gonna kill you. That's the, that's sort of the that's right. So and uh, and because this is the last the last movie and the, the last thing to the end, I was thinking that I want to do do it in a bit of a different way. Sure. So so that he just sees her die, and he just continues, and there's no like yeah. motion that like up or down. I think we we tend to we tend to sort of uh, romanticize fights and war right right a lot more than they are and if you look at which you shouldn't but uh if you're stuck in a hotel room in budapest you yeah. can watch like real war footage right right and uh, it's uh, it's actually really dramatic because there's no big emotions and yeah. unless you get hit there and, and the people are really like panicking right that's the first like like if you if you get People go back into a stage like they they sound like they I think like seven or eight year old kids uh, mm, getting right. And like there's the fear but, must be so intense. Exactly. The fear that they so, feel and, you know. Yeah. So we were getting getting news all all the time from uh, what the, the happenings in, uh, in in Ukraine and Russia, and I think wow. that at least for for me it made made sort of an impact too. That we are telling the same story. Yeah. That's happening today. It's, uh, uh, but uh, in a different time. So it's yeah. so weird. Uh, speaking of documentaries, I've just watched mm -hmm. a documentary. Funny enough, about chimpanzees. Uh -huh. Um, it just came out on Netflix. It's a great documentary called Chimp okay. Empire, and it's crazy. Okay. Those same similarities of like Putin invading uh -huh. Ukraine, um, you know, invading England, and like that's the same thing these chimpanzees do. Oh yeah, um, yeah. I haven't seen this documentary, like, but, but yeah, I've, it's amazing when you watch that it. and you see so many social similarities between them. Obviously, our closest living ancestor. Yeah, it's like it almost you almost see the humanistic evolutionary drive mm -hmm. to invade and to to fight, and and it's kind of crazy and the violence. Yeah, you know? yeah. go to war, chimps. You go to war. <laughs> uh, I don't Come know, on, chimps, get it together. On, it, was just, it was wild yeah. to watch that. It was wild to watch that. But, yeah, exactly. You know, yeah, I get it. That moment specifically with with Astrid, uh, we love that you know Anlaf puts the axe in her hand. Yes. Obviously, that's that's a huge thread throughout um, TLK um, yeah. about you know the that afterlife. Was actually, that was actually Lavente who, yeah. who, who, who told me 
You said that. Yeah, Slaventa. You know, yeah. Yeah. Put the axe so she, she can get to, to heaven, to Valhalla. To Valhalla. So 10 yes. points, Slaventa. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it was great. <laughs> it was, I, I can't take any, any, any of that to myself. So, yeah, that was Slaventa. Oh. But that, that but moment really, was really super well done that moment yeah. um you yeah. know turn around ready to go uh is fantastic and, and i also love the moment in that battle when you turn around and watch the other kings leaving the scene mm -hmm. and you're just like what the hell like <laughs> yeah i think it, it must have felt a bit like it must feel a bit like that when you're i think people are are lost when when they're fighting. I think it, you're, right. you're such, and, and suddenly you wake up and like, what, what what's going on? And because there's so much adrenaline and so much noise and, and smell and yeah. and uh, every everything. So so I think you sometimes you just look up and you like realize that there's what, what's going on. So yeah, but the other ones were leaving. So. Yeah, we. We thought this battle too. They did a good job of like making it super gritty and realistic. They had people mm -hmm. throwing up and peeing themselves, and like it really gave you that sense that it's just a mess. These kind of battles are yeah. just totally a mess. Yeah, and it, uh, I think the what's it called the real battle that it's uh, uh, it's one of the bloodiest battles in, oh, yeah. in history. Oh yeah, Bruno Brunenberg. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. That's where they think England was like formed. So uh, exactly, yeah. You mentioned there was uh, it was a big change for you getting into these stunts, and it was kind of crazy and hectic with the horses and everything. Was, was there anything you you really enjoyed though doing the in the battle yourself? <laughs> I wish I could say yes, yes. I, 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 <laughs> but uh, I don't know. Uh, now I, I think I'm really happy that, that I was there. But it, uh, it, it's it's uh, I'm, I don't know. But in the moment, it was it was intense, huh? It was it, it was intense. I think it yeah, was okay. intense. And of course, of course, you're also trying to. I think it's it's not only about fighting. It's also knowing uh, because I come from such a different. Uh, I've done so so different characters. So so I, I really tried to f focus on, on what he's going through in the fight. What what the different scenes mean. So it's not just. And I, I'm not that great of a, a stunt guy, so I can't just sort of. If, if I, I think I hit somebody with an axe in, in, in his hand. Yeah, you have like a I couple. Yeah, but I accidentally also. Oh, you did. Oh, <laughs> hit, <laughs> hit one, one, of, one of the extras, so like just swinging, and I was just like, oh, oh shit. And uh, if you're a, if you're a real warrior, you probably don't stop just like oh I'm sorry oh my god I'm sorry <laughs> <laughs> I didn't mean that so oh uh, but uh, I enjoyed the noise and uh, and the real uh, they really do work with so many extras and uh, and we're yeah. working in a muddy in a muddy field even though it gets a bit cold and stuff and and uh, I like uh, cowards like me just like yeah where's I, I would just like to get some warm uh, <laughs> warm stew. <laughs> I enjoyed it. I'm really, I'm really happy about just being on on the on the show and about all the experiences I got, and especially about everyone on the set being being super nice. And uh, awesome. it's a you can really tell that they've been working. It's more like a family. And uh, yeah. first, you're sort of you're sort of the new kid, and uh, that's all, always a bit like, mm, but but they really take you in into the whole field. So that's uh, that's quite nice. We love to hear it. Would you do another movie or a show like this then again? 
now that you've you have gone out and- uh, yeah I, I think it's always the, the first one i mean life life is a learning process and uh, uh and especially when you do something for the first time it's always uh hectic and, and uh, there's something good about that because just about the energy about doing something for the first time yeah. but once you've done it it's just like okay if i could go back i would probably uh, be more relaxed and maybe maybe could pull some things off even get something more more interpreted about the character or about about just uh, enjoying yourself more it's, it's just like we just spoke today with my wife if we could just start the reno- renovating of the house from the yeah. very beginning We've done we've we've done a few things a bit differently. I would be interested in, in, in doing something like this because now I know what it is. A year ago, everything was sort of for the first time, so just trying to understand what's happening. Yeah. Be cool to have you back as Onloff again. Uh, the real Onloff uh, actually mm-hmm. goes on after the movie ends. Uh, okay. Yeah, he goes back to Ireland and in, in history, in history, and then he actually yeah. not not in the books, uh, Bernard Cornwall, but he actually returns to England later on, again. We'll see. You never know. Be cool. <laughs> yeah, I think TLK is is done. I'm not sure, but uh, no, I think it is. I think it is. Yeah, yeah no. I think so. We, yeah. But fans, we have to lobby for it the hardest yes. we can because we're gonna miss it so bad. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Did you have any input in your look? Because you had a, a pretty unique Viking look in this movie with the the sort of um what do you call it? Goatee. The beard that you had and like the yeah. hair and and the, the dreads that coming down. Did you have any input into the hairstyle? The only thing I was I think I, my input was that uh that he 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 needs to have like red eyes because he he's eating so much meat. And, uh, oh. especially when he's eating human flesh flesh so uh <laughs> he needs to be sort of he's, he's in a state of like uh what's the state uh, like uh, what you take antibiotics for what's the, when like you get infection like, when, like infection? infection yes yes yeah, yeah, yeah. so he's in a his body is in a infected <laughs> so yeah. so that, that was that was my only input but, uh, but she came up with the, with the whole thing with the like the wolves hanging from the from the beard and uh and all the the hair and the putting the the small dead animals yeah. also in the hair and the, the, the oh, everything. Man. So that was all the rage uh, back then. I mean, that was the, yeah. That was what was all it. the kids were doing. That <laughs> exactly. I yeah. that everyone had a style. Know. But uh, how long would it take to get ready? Uh, the the long process to get into hair and makeup and it was about four hours. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Because they need to sew uh, everything in, and, and uh, about one hour, one and a half hour to take everything off. So, Ooh, so uh, long days. Yeah, it's like yeah, but uh, it's it's just like you put yourself in some kind of a standby mode. You're not like right. sleeping, but you're not doing anything. You just stare, and uh, like a recharge just, mode. Just yeah, and it's no it's way. quite interesting. It's sort of a meditating, but uh. But it hurts a bit when they're sewing, so it's like <laughs> meditation, meditation with needles sticking. But uh, yeah, I don't know. Uh, the days are quite long, so in the end yeah. of the day, you're, you're quite tired, and uh, it's it's nothing. It's, I mean, it's, it's only acting, so it's, absolutely, it's nothing. Yeah. And you mentioned how they kind of brought you in and made you part of the family when you got there. Um, and we've seen a lot of fun videos from behind the cameras mm-hmm. and, and everything. Are there any favorite moments of yours? Uh, with the cast, anything that stuck out? 
No, I think we would just uh, hang out, especially with uh, Arnas. He always comes up with something, and, and Mark, and uh, yeah. it was just like going on all the time. But uh, I really like just hanging out in the fields, especially when there was a sunny day, just uh, sitting there with, with all these, I mean, everything on you, and, and then having like some deep conversations about yeah, life. Yeah. And, and suddenly you just start to stare at the other one, and, and, uh, and you're like, okay, it's like being in a masquerade, like, for for weeks it felt a bit like burning man i've never been there but you know it's like it's like everybody should, get dressed get, yeah i want to you should go to burning man dressed as onloff that'd be uh, you'd fit right uh, in probably well, well <laughs> i will no, be anything no. extra no. <laughs> i have no idea we'll see we'll see but uh yeah the costume was really there was some italian designers and yeah and, and when they just like the first day we just like putting on one dead animal after another and just like boom, and oh so yeah, it actually weighed quite a lot but uh did it really yeah. yeah it looked like a lot your your costume looked pretty robust mm. i liked it i liked a lot your like chest armor um yeah it looked it wasn't like clean and straight it was sort of raggedy and like i think yeah looked a little worn yeah. uh, i thought that was pretty cool, that was pretty cool. yeah they, they, did a, they did a they did great work on that you know that's awesome. so, an, another great scene, uh, one of my favorite scenes from the movie, um, is when all the the kings uh, get together there and are trying to convince Uhtred to to join them or to yeah. kill Ethelstan. Can you maybe talk about doing that scene there? How was that? And that's when you uh, did your self tape for too, right? Yeah. Well, I think we did it in actually a few few days actually like right. uh we shot the beginning and and then we got back to the to the scene a few days later and i think the, my first uh input was quite sort of theatrical <laughs> i think and and uh in the end we just uh the take that i think they went with was just like really really like uh uh, subtle and uh, just like every line was just like thrown in there so so we're not like talking about uh, this big political movements but it's right. just like an every, everyday life for a for a viking warrior back then but yeah. this is just like moving pieces so it's and i think that was that was quite interesting and of course also just sitting with all the the guys just around the fire for a for an hour or a few hours it was uh, it was quite nice also and the set was beautifully done it was up on a hill and uh, and the actual stairs that Uther comes in was actually actually in a, a quite special place so uh, and we got the fire going so and all the all the, the skin is on you so you could just sort of relax and well, yeah take and take fall asleep at, at some point so what was it like uh, working with Alexander Draymond too uh, in that scene? Yeah, it was. It was. Uh, I mean, he he's, he he knows the character so well, and he knows yeah. so everything, and uh, he comes so well prepared every time. So it, it was nice. Yes. Yeah. All, all the other guys also. I mean, uh, yeah. it was so much fun, and uh, so uh, yeah, we had a we had a good time. Absolutely. Yeah, Rod Hallett, uh, who plays Constantine, kept telling mm. us how funny you were. I think did did uh, someone else tell us everyone? I think I think a couple people at least told us that you were uh, one of the funny guys on set, and they like doing scenes with oh. you too. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I, I I enjoyed it. I, I I like shooting. It's not so 
especially like uh, these kind of scenes that, that makes makes sense and uh, and you can sit down and and, yeah. and relax. So so we we had a we had a good time and and I think it's it's also really important to when when you're shooting a scene that uh, it shouldn't really differ from how you talk before and right. before okay. they say action or or how you how you how you talk after they say thank you. Yeah, I mean, it should come from the same place. Uh, of course, okay. the emotions or or the thoughts can 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 differ a lot. I mean, you're talking about conquering England or killing someone or making a, an assassin or, or whatever, but still, it needs to it needs to needs to start from from your guts. Like, I mean, right. the idea needs to sort of evolve from the from the same spot, so it doesn't come from from somewhere somewhere else. Uh, in your body, I mean, I don't know if this makes any sense, but I mean, right. you, you have to be sort of. Uh, I myself, I, I like to work that, so I understand what the characters characters are are, are going through, Absolutely. and that I, I try to sort of make them uh, the big things that they do in, in these scenes to get so close to what it could be be for me in my life. Losing a kid, of course, I understand. I got three kids of my own, so I understand the grief and uh, and the shock of that. But uh, but uh, I've never conquered anything bigger than just <laughs> something like a playground. But uh, <laughs> but I've 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 sat in in different uh, hard negotiations about stuff, and uh, okay. And I've, uh, so so I, I try to bring bring the the problems and try to interpret the problems. To, to my life today so you don't paint a picture of something that's not real or you, right. you so you so that you you know what it's you're a bit doing. grounded and yeah, yeah it becomes more believable some, i guess way. on on our end i, I hope so sure. i hope oh, it so does, because yeah. it, it, it should it should. it should yes and it does yeah it does it actually, <laughs> good do you start thinking those things when you're reading the script or, or is that more like the day you're on set, you you started start drawing from those experiences. I think the the work starts instantly. I think uh, once you open open the first page, and it, also it starts already in the in the casting process. The one you get a scene, yeah. something happens. You, you get like the first intuition, and I I don't know if you always should follow the the, the first uh, the first idea, but there's okay. something right right in that. There's something like believable in. In, in in the approach to to how how you read it. and I think the work is ongoing uh, as long as you're shooting until the last day. Totally. You are sort of in, and everything you, as I already told you, everything you watch during the shoot and uh, the the period of shooting, everything you you discuss with people, it, it all somehow relates to what you're doing. Well, at least that's that's how I work, and that's sort of the the big story of the character. Or, or but the the different scenes are, you can't sort of uh, you can't do it by yourself. You need right. everyone. You need you need your, your everyone. And with co-workers, I, I'm not talking only about actors or directors. Right. I mean, I mean the prop props and uh, and everything. Absolutely. We're all working. We're all working uh, together with this with the same thing. And, and uh, my part is just like twenty percent of uh, of the in, uh, the editing and the music and totally. the writing of the scenes and everything. So every, everyone brings and their own 
That's what we love about mm-hmm. Last Kingdom is it seems like they are so solid in almost every one of those aspects, whether it's the acting, whether mm-hmm. it's the sets, the costumes, uh, the music. I mean, it's all top notch uh, for yeah. sure. It just seems like it's such a team aspect uh, on set and everybody respects each other. That's the vibe we've gotten, at least. Yeah, uh, uh, yeah. So it seems, and I think that's that's the vibe it should be on on uh, on any set. I Absolutely. mean, uh, at the moment, the moment when we actors start to think that we're sort of above anybody else, we're gonna we're gonna. It's it's not gonna make sense because right. that, that's when you start to start to get sick, and then you start you you start to believe that you're you're sort of special. And, yeah, <laughs> and it's all also it's it's only teamwork. It's only teamwork. Absolutely. What are some things that you love about your character on Loth? I like the the, the sort of uh, political aspects yeah. and uh, the it's very like calculated. The of, yeah. yeah, and I like the side of him that's uh, that not not so sort of like the insecurity that you can put somewhere. I think when, mm. when we're doing a scene with uh, Astrid and uh, I can't remember it was Ingelmunder, I think. Ingelmunder, uh, yeah, yeah. Ingelmunder, yeah. yeah. Uh, Laurie, we were doing the the scene in the tent, just like and it's. it's, it's yep. uh, I like I like those moments when when you 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 undress the character and he's he's all alone and not not sure how things are going to to go, and I, I think those are the interesting moments also as an actor to sort of draw some attention to to the vulnerable part of the. Viking warrior, <laughs> right? But uh, I mean, we're all just human. Yeah, that's cool. And I, I feel like I know you watch some of the seasons. It seems like as the show's gone along, there's been like sort of an evolution of the Vikings uh, in the show. From in the beginning, there was more. They were more like rash. I felt like, and and they seem mm-hmm. to become more calculated and smarter as the show's gone on, and less sort of berserker, I guess. Yeah, probably. Yeah. on, which is kind of cool. Yeah. Makes sense, you know. Yeah. Also, that scene with Ingelmonder, that's where, uh, when we were first watching, I was like, hey, he's Palpatine. Uh, he's Palpatine. Because he's, he's in control of both. <laughs> okay. In, in, the, yeah. in the prequel, the trilogy, I don't know if you've seen the prequels uh, for Star mm-hmm. Wars, that's when uh, Darth Sidious has the Republic fighting the Separatists again. So it's <laughs> okay. Yeah. So that's what you, you know. You had Ingomander stirring up Ethelstan yes. to come invade yes. everyone, and then you're rallying all the kings to get mad about uh, Ethelstan invading everyone. Yes. So he's he's kind of just having both sides fight each other here. Yeah, yeah. Unfortunately, he loses though, right? Like, unf- like. Yeah, but I think it's 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 good for the story that he yeah. loses. <laughs> yeah, definitely. <laughs> I think it's, it's as a fan of Uhtred and you know. But yeah, I mean, yeah. for you, for 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 Anlaf, well, you know, unfortunately, for Anlaf, yeah, yeah. But uh, that's the thing when you when you also when you when you read about your character when you read the script, you really have to understand uh, your part in a in a bigger perspective. So so you don't think that you're right. you're the main character if you're not. Absolutely. It's also about it's also side. You, you you sort of uh, you you shed some light from from some angle to the story, totally. and that's your that's that's your mission in that movie. Yeah. Ultimately, you're kind of pushing Uhtred's story further and then contributing to Uhtred's exactly. story. Exactly. Right. Right. Yes. 
Absolutely. It would be a huge mistake to come in and think that Anlap is the main character of of the... the, the, the <laughs> Do you mean yeah. other actors that are like that with their characters? They they they, they think they should be main uh, character and they're, they're really not? Or... <laughs> Uh, well, uh, you can see it in, in some. I'm not. I'm not talking about TLK now. Yeah, right yeah, now. No, I'm talking no, about no. like uh, work in general. So you can sometimes see like uh, when there's a small character and uh, it's played in a way that you think that it's especially in these uh, old uh, like uh, Law and Order. You know the uh, series Law and Order. Yeah. yeah. And uh, and they got like these suspects or people right. getting interrogated. And right. they are like actors just getting a chance for uh, maybe getting their SAG cards or whatever. Yeah. And you can you can really see how they put like everything into the in one scene. And uh, it's like it's just like, overacted or something. Or it's like two minutes, and uh, you should really understand that what you're supposed to do is not to sort of do an audition in the scene. You should right. just it's it's for the main characters and i, I think you can see it in, in other stuff too that, that uh, but i don't know i'm uh this is i'm not blaming anyone but i know no, no, it's important and i think it's important that you you understand this as an actor your your role not, not only as, as as the character but also your role in the in the whole story and what, what you're supposed to sort of uh bring to the table you've you've been the lead uh of some of your films and then like this, you're you're more of uh, a pro, an antagonist, more of a side mm -hmm. character. Do you have a a favorite way then for you to play? Do you like to take that lead more? Do you do you like uh, being more, or is it kind of both? It, well? I think they're like different processes. If if you're if you're sure. the lead, if, if you're if you're sort of the number one, you you also have a responsibility towards the the others that uh, to. To give them the the feel of the of the whole uh, film or or the whole series, so that everyone knows that uh, not how to play, but uh, mm -hmm. sort of uh, they get the the texture of the the acting, so so that they in, so so that we we all end up in the in the same uh, in the same palette color palette. So so right. uh, I think that's that's really important when you're. When you're doing like the number one lead lead, lead roles, just like Alexander in this one, or and as he's been doing for yeah five seasons and one movie. So, but then uh, these villains or these uh, other kinds of characters that just show up here and there, you you have to follow there. When, when you have like one scene and then there's ten scenes in in, in between, you, you really have to understand. How you're coming in and, and what, what yeah. you're telling in that story. So that's that's a bit different than, of course, also when when you're doing a, a lead character, you 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 work every day. I mean, you're yeah. you're on the set every day, and, and you you really start to know the whole story and everything. But then you know, the, the smaller the, the part is, to, you just come in here here and there. So. Uh, yeah, it's it's different, and uh, I enjoy both, but I I do like to work. So <laughs> yeah, yeah, right, right. Yeah, a, yeah. and so yeah. you obviously expanded your portfolio with this film, doing something you had not done before. Yes. Do you have any other goals, other things you'd like to explore as an actor, um, in the future? I'm so happy about how things are right now, just yeah. in general. <laughs> yeah, yeah, in my yeah. Life. 
so uh, uh, all these uh, like different jobs just uh, I, I I feel like I get really interesting parts for at the moment and then I'm uh, and I'm, I get to sort of uh, understand new sides uh, of acting in every in every part and I think that's that's really that's the that's the main thing and uh, also being I'm I'm a, been acting now for 25 years maybe or something yeah. like that so so it's uh it, it changes uh you're not, i'm not so worried about the things i was worried in the beginning of my sure, career sure. and uh and i'm not so worried about who, who i am as a person <laughs> i am what i am and uh, right. i try to so i really enjoy working at, at the moment whatever it is and I'm now doing like a TV format and entertain, entertain that I haven't done before. And I, I hosted our film awards this oh, spring, fantastic. which was a com- completely new thing for me. And I had no idea how it w- will go. And I, I tried to stand up now. I was going to ask you about this. I saw, how did that go? That's gotta be, <laughs> that's gotta be scary. I mean, I don't know. Like, <laughs> yeah, it, it, it's also for a, for, for a TV program. So, okay. But you need to do it, and uh, it was uh, uh, the first gig went quite okay. I I almost forgot to, to breathe, but uh, oh. I told my jokes and people were laughing, and it went on for about seven minutes and got off, and I had no idea what happened. But uh, somebody taped it so I could see that okay, I'm I'm quite like nervous, and then I had my other other show, and uh, and uh, I wasn't as good as the first one because I was I started to feel a bit too like oh, I'm gonna do like that. <laughs> And I started uh, to act like a stand-up comedian. So I, the third one is coming up at some point, but uh, that's also like exciting. And I, I think it's, uh, I'm in a, in a point of my life where I'm, I'm really eager just to, to try stuff. I'm not, I'm not, I hope I'm not leaving, leaving Earth like <laughs> I'm right. dying like soon. Right. But we never know. So, so I think about it's, uh, it's quite a lot about enjoying myself at the moment experiencing new things and stuff that's, exactly uh, just just yeah. like tlk was a completely new new like aspect for me and i really liked it. you got to be in a no. medieval battle that's yeah. not something yeah, you ever thought exactly. you're going to be in yes. uh, no uh, no <laughs> i didn't know that when i was eight no but but no no big uh dream as far as like you want to be in star wars or you want to uh you want to do the next uh taxi driver or something like that for... <laughs> well uh i don't yeah sure sure yeah. <laughs> if, if, you seem like so open I, to anything like, yeah like, it's like uh, why yeah, not I yeah mean, i mean yeah why not if they called me and said yeah we're gonna do a taxi driver too with you and uh, which which sounds 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 like a horrible idea <laughs> no don't yeah. do that don't do that yeah no, but uh, it would, of course it would be nice, but you never know where where, where life takes you. So I'm uh, yeah. right now sitting in a parking lot just outside of Helsinki and uh, talking yeah. to you guys, which talking is the best thing I can do. Yeah, weirdos, you know, and yeah, yeah, just like me. So I mean, we're all human. It's just Absolutely. really, really so much fun. Yeah, I mean, it's that's crazy that you did stand up. What so if you're not acting or doing those kind of things, what else are you doing? What are some of your hobbies outside of acting? Things you love to do. Obviously, you're renovating a house. You have three kids. Yeah, Maybe I'm not a lot of time for yeah. hobbies, but I used to to skateboard. Uh, right. and, uh, and, but I, I uh, I'm getting getting too scared for that. But uh, that would be really nice. And I I actually hurt my elbow this uh, winter really bad when I was uh, playing ice hockey. 
So I was going to ask you about to... hockey. Yes. My well, favorite player but... growing up uh, was Timu Solani. He was one of my favorites. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. Uh, great. Yeah. 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 He's one of the big ones. Finish. Uh, but there, finish there's some, some new ones now. Oh, yeah. Coming up like Capo Caco, Kristalainen, Rantanen, Miko Rantanen. Yes. Yeah. Rantanen. Yeah. So I, I'm not, I used to do to go training like three four four days a week but i haven't done that now in a long time because i'm just uh, trying to get it to to, to work again yeah. normally but uh, yeah, we'll we're physical we therapists so um yeah what do you need to no i'm kidding um we are physical <laughs> no we are physical therapists but uh how you did are. you hurt your elbow in hockey yeah so so i i uh i just ran in and uh, skated into to some other one i just fell down with all my weight exactly oh. on the the tip of the the, the electron the elbow process and, the electron the, process yes. Yes, and it, uh, it just like sort of uh, it went into like you know. Uh, uh, Did it like swell? This. No, it just no. broke into pieces. Oh, it broke. Uh, so, yeah, yeah. So it just like uh, exploded. It's not a fun and, uh, one. It's not a fun. No, one. And, and then they opened it up and uh, took out the, the bones and tried to get it on and put a metal oh. plate there and uh, yeah. and uh, some. Uh, you can feel the screws actually. <laughs> you can, can you straighten your arm? Uh, it's uh, let's say it's about. 10 degrees uh, okay uh, yeah but it's better now but I, i'm trying to to uh, what i really would like to take is like a really heavy kettlebell and just yeah. stand and just let it sort of let it go <laughs> yeah. yeah but we'll see i i yeah. should have another time with with a, uh just yeah. like uh, in a week or two yeah we'll see oh, perfect we'll see but uh i'll get there but thanks yeah no i <laughs> <laughs> just have a special interest in injuries is all um, yeah, but... <laughs> I get it. Yeah. It was really bad. That's what they told me. I, I yeah. wasn't that worried. But they said, oh, man. They said that this must have hurt. And I was like, no, not too bad. It's really bad. I was like, okay. It sounds the bad. Was also, it was really, too. really bad. Oh, yeah, man. It's tricky, yeah. Surgery. It's like these movements are are really hard. And, but uh, we'll extension see. extension, too, that takes a while. That extension, yeah. it does take some time, but you'll get it. Yeah. You'll get it. Now you're yeah. a true hockey player. That's a good That's a good hockey injury. I guess so. so. I guess so, yeah. yeah. Is, is there yeah. any shows or movies that you've, that you've recently watched or that you're watching now? Like everyone else in the world, I'm watching Succession. Oh, uh, yeah. And, uh, yeah. I didn't see it from the beginning when I uh, when it came out, I was everybody was talking about it. I was like, oh, fuck yeah. but, uh, <laughs> that's me." But it's yeah, but it's it's great, and uh, I'm really waiting to see this new movie called After Sun, which I okay. haven't seen yet, which is uh, supposed to be really really great. And we really appreciate you chatting with us. Uh, this has been a lot it of fun super nice. to discuss uh, nice. the film and. You know, anybody listening to us, go check out Pekka, check out his, his other works, and, and we'll definitely be... Um, oh, real quick, is there anything coming out with you in it soon that you want people to know about? Um, uh, I can't remember. <laughs> oh, that's okay. That's okay. <laughs> There's probably something coming. Just probably something. Look yeah. at his IMDb. We got all of his links down in the description below, so you can stay up to date with what he's doing. Uh, but yeah, thanks again, Pekka, for coming on. Is, is there Thank anything you, you want to say to the fans of Seven Kings Must Die? Uh, well, just thanks for thanks for having me. Also, also to the fans. That, uh, I, I mean, uh, thanks for giving me a chance. Awesome. Yeah. And awesome. I know I know the series is really like people are so devoted. So uh, I'm I'm glad to be a part of it. 
Awesome. Awesome. Well, we're glad to have you in the TLK family as fans. Um, you did an awesome job in Seven Kings Must Die. And everyone listening, we hope that you subscribe to us. We hope you follow and everything like that. Uh, we'll be back with more. Uh, but for now, goodbye from Pekka Strung and the Screen Chronicles. Destiny is on. Destiny is on.